Now we return you to the test card and some music. Welcome to the pilot, take 114, a weekly podcast reviewing the pilot episodes of television shows, past and present. He is Jed Shepard. And that guy over there is Rob Jelly. Rob Jelly the third. How's it going, Rob? Damn. <laughs> All right. Yeah. What's been happening? I suddenly feel like I've got my second wind, just in that very moment there. <laughs> is this Mango Loco we're drinking? Oh, it is the Mango Loco. Mango Loco! We are still drinking Mango Loco, which is the new drink from Monster Energy. Oh, I hope they never stop making this. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> it's so good. I, I don't know if Monster listens to this. I don't know if anyone who works with marketing department who might be in touch with Monster. Can you just let them know? We love it. We love and if they want to sponsor Loco. the podcast, yeah. we will talk about Mango Loco. Every 30 seconds. Mango Loco is genuinely, like, they're not being paid for this, Mango Loco is great. I would watch a show called Mango Loco so as well. What would happen in the Mango Loco TV I show? I don't know. I get a feeling it would have some sort of Mexican lilt to it, though. Yeah. Um, well, this is basically a Mexican lilt. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, a tropical... I, mean, like... I didn't even realise I was doing that, but yes, you're right. It is essentially a Mexican lilt. I feel like and... it would be um, a mango with sunglasses walk, walks in. Hello, Annie. I'm home. I, yeah, I, yeah, I feel like it should be a sitcom. Yeah. Um, where perhaps maybe one of their relatives is dead, yeah. and it's sort of um, wow, it's just like dark. No, 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 no. But right, in, uh, yeah. they, they're always sort of there in presence, mm-hmm. so they're always mm. over watching the family. Because in Mexican culture, they yeah. do celebrate the dead a lot. They have the um, I don't want to pronounce this wrong. Though. Is it uh, Muerta de? Oh, I can't remember how to pronounce it. It's, it's the Day of the Dead. Yeah, I can't remember the Spanish name for it. The, the, the correct pronunciation. So apologies, I won't um, try. Um, Dia de la Muerta. Yeah, something like that. It's what, it's what Coco the film was based on. Yeah. Um, Dia de los Muertos. De los Muertos. Um, so I would I would suggest that it's about sort of you know a family of you just it's it's kind of like modern family. Yeah. But like all Mexicans and like the grandparents are dead, yeah. but they but they're there the whole time. Like it. Like we it, can like see it. them. The yeah. family can't. And they comment on things that are happening. Like oh god, he's yeah. not doing that again. Yeah, exactly. And, he can't and, make and spaghetti. Actually, His boss is coming over. Yeah. He can't make spaghetti. And then we're Mexicans. We can't make spaghetti. And then just the kitchen's on fire. It's a brand new television show called Mango Loco, <laughs> yeah. coming to a screen near you soon. Netflix, anyone want to pick it up? We're, uh, we're happy to write it, that's fine. Well, we're talking about a Netflix show um, in, a, in a little bit. Mm. Um, shall we, we sure are. And um, well, I mean, almost, we've almost accidentally done this in Venice, I wasn't planning that at all. But we have got an international show mm-hmm. on the podcast this week. It's probably the first time in a very long time since we've had one outside yeah. of an English-speaking country. Um, but we are going to be doing that. That's my choice. That's yep. the second one in line. Are you well, so though? Have you, had, have you had a good week? Yeah, very good week. Doing a bunch of uh, cool projects and things that are just kind of uh, crossing the T's and dotting the I's on. Nice. Um, but yeah, like obviously you, we had a chat earlier, so you know what I'm up to. But a lot of the things I can't really say, but you'll, you'll follow me on Twitter and Instagram and you will see things yeah. emerge. Um, how's it going with you, Rob? Yeah, good, man. Good. I've been a bit over the place. I felt like a bit jet lagged last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, I was on the evening show for a night, and then I was back to the early mornings yeah, for three days. And, Mr. Radio, and I, and I worked at the weekend as well, so that yeah. that completely threw it into disarray. And you're improving. Um, yeah, the improving. Well, by the time this goes out, yeah. um, I'll have done it. Friday just gone. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm mean, going tonight. I'm going to a workshop tonight to go through some of the character stuff and things like that. Okay, and then Friday night for 24 hours from 7 p.m. Uh, a whole bunch of actors will be improvising, you know, non-stop uh, a show yeah. uh, on stage live. Wow. Um, and all I can tell you at this point is because all I know is that it's set in the year 2424. It's on board the SS Galileo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, that's it. And I know which I'm playing a guest on the ship, so there's like staff on the ship and there's okay. guests, like a well, holiday ship. Well, we can we can practice this right now. Okay, do you want to do a little practice? Okay, right. We're on the SS Galileo. Yep. Um, the year's twenty four twenty four. Correct. I am Captain Jed Shepard. All right, you're playing um, yourself. Okay. Well, you know the captain has to be called Shepard, like in most, in most mm-hmm. shows that, that happens. Yep. Um, thing is, I can see something swirling in the distance. It, it, to me, it looks like a black hole. So I, I'm pressing right now. I'm pressing the alarm. Going, what am I going to do? I've got I, I I've chances. I've just walked in off, off the street and um, I'm pretending I'm a captain. I really don't know what to do. Is there anyone around that can help me? 
I certainly can't, mate. I don't know what you're looking who, at me who for. Who are you? Where'd you come from? Mate, mate, I'm just one of the guests on board. The name's you, Willie. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. What are you, what are you doing on the captain's... Uh... Well, to be honest with you, mate, I'm with the rest of the band and we're... We're, we're with the band. What? You know who I am, surely. Like, well, so I, don't want to, I don't want to play like I'm a, you know, I'm a big deal or anything, well, but you, you know who I, I am. No, 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 don't, 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 don't tell. You, you're... you're um... No, I don't, I don't know. No? No. Who, who are you? It's Willie McGilly. Will... Yeah, the drummer from Huey Lewis and the News. Well, anyway, listen, we're all on board. Huey's down there. He's chilling out. He's getting right. sunburned at the moment. Uh-huh. Um, look, look, we've, we've only been awake two years. Mate, we've been cryogenically frozen since the year 2021. What, what were some of your... What were some of your what was some Power of, of Love. Hip to be square. Oh, Jacob's what? Ladder. No? Heart of Rock and Roll. Come uh, on, man. Nothing? End, end scene. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah, see, I'm in. I'm, 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 I'm so in there. I've been listening to a lot of albums from Huey. I'm a big fan of Huey Lewis, so I thought I'd play the drummer, but with a fictional name. Okay. So, um, obviously, if you listen to this, it's already passed. But is anyone recording it? Or yeah, I'm hoping. Well, I'm pretty sure they're going to film it, so they can share oh, bits okay. of it afterwards as well. It's for charity as well, the whole night. Um, but I'm hoping to capture a fair part of it so yeah. I can play it somehow on my show and then maybe yeah. we'll slip something in the podcast. And then you should get the drummer from Huey Lewis and the News on the show. On, what, on Bill your Gibson? show. On, I'll on... get Bill Gibson on, yes. the, the man himself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, because I've obviously changed his name so that it's not, you know. You should use his real name. Should I? You definitely should. So I'll just play along like I'm going to use a fake name until the night and then I'll just, on the night, just yeah. use his real name. You'd use his real name and try and look like him as well. Like, Oh, well, I've, I've already got the shirt right, and the waistcoat right, okay. out and I've got some sunglasses because <laughs> nice. by looks things, he always wears sunglasses. Yeah. They often um, they all do. Yeah, so yeah, that's that's um, that's kind of where I'm at the moment. It's yeah. sort of bouncing from radio show to radio show and, and preparing for my improv comedy debut yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this coming weekend. <laughs> so heaven knows what I'll get myself involved in. Sometimes I don't know, but um, I tell you what, I know I've been doing, and I've been yeah. focused on part of my week watching these two shows. One of which uh, I brought to the table, and I have just finished season two of, um, which is the Netflix show we'll talk about in a bit. Yeah. But the other one is something that I'd spotted uh, whilst you know, looking for something new to watch. And then you threw it down on the gauntlet last week. And yeah. so uh, it was nice to have an excuse to watch it. Yeah, me too. Like, I, this is something that some, a lot of people have been recommending to me um, as just an interesting new show. And the thing that kind of sold me, it was, was the kind of the direction of it. Like, it was like a flashy directing. Um, I'm always into something a bit strange. This can only be found on um, at HBO at the moment, so if you're in the UK like us, you have to well, you can, find alternative well, means. Yeah, yeah, and you can rent it from Prime. You can you can also pay for it, yeah, that's another yeah. option. <laughs> <laughs> and we definitely pay for everything that we watch here oh, on obviously, the pilot. Obviously, yeah. Um, so the show I'm doing this week is Euphoria. I get my feeling on the dark side Living for the night so Euphoria starts off with um, a song, but with a, with a narration over the top of it. Yeah. That narration is done by Zendaya, who you might know from the most recent Spider-Man films, and she's also a, a Disney girl. Great showman as well. Great she showman, was the yeah. trapeze artist. She is. And she's effectively in kind of a circus in this TV show too. But mm. before we get to that, the theme song that we hear, and again, if you haven't heard this uh, show before, theme songs are important to us. Oh, they mean a lot. They set the tone of the whole show. They're the, they're the connective tissue between the episodes, I think. And they also, the good ones, have the name of the, name of the show in it. Yeah. And even, the even better ones yeah. tell you the entire backstory yep. of the show and the characters yep. in that theme song. Perfect example of that is the A Team, of course. Yeah. The A Team with Murdoch <laughs> and B A Baracus and the Face Two. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, the, Hannibal's there <laughs> driving the, the van. <laughs> Here comes a guy and another guy, another guy, and another guy. Um, Boy, no. George turns <laughs> up in series three. He does. Um. <laughs> but no, but on a serious note, we, we are, you know, watching these shows every week with sort of critical eyes and critical ears. And one of the very first things we ask about is, does it have a memorable theme tune? Because yeah. if it has got something like that, it's, it's that excitement. It's that title sequence that rolls and you're like, oh, yeah, here we go. Yeah. Here we go. And it doesn't, you know, it, we've, we've watched a lot of shows now, but it doesn't have to be 
you know, a, a song as such. It can be a sonic signature, a bit like the way that Lost has, um, even a little bit, I guess, the way Stranger Things has. Yeah, a few yeah. of the examples of, it's not really a song, but it's a signature sound that makes you go, okay, it's showtime. Um, and then, yeah, there are those that have got songs either bespokely written for them or that have existed in the past. Um, one that's doing my... Um, the loop in my brain at the moment is Woke Up This Morning by Alabama 3 from Sopranos. You love that song, don't Yeah, you? and Red White Hand by um, Nick Cave from Peaky Blinders. But, the, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, there are songs that you immediately hear or sounds you immediately hear. You could hear it away from the television and you'd go, ah, oh, Peaky Blinders song. Yeah, yeah, that's or it. you'd go, bang, that's the Pink Panther. I think that's it. Like, being in another room and hearing that, that theme song run into the room right... Yeah, that's it. It's, it's, the, it's like the draw. That. It's the draw that the theme tune can have. Yeah. And we don't actually know if the theme tune you just heard is the official theme tune yeah. to Euphoria. So you've listened to it. There is music playing behind Zendaya, Zendaya, Zendaya um, as she speaks. Um, and this and that song is heard in every episode, basically near the start or like a few minutes in. Mm. And uh, so I've gone online to try and find out what this song is. And effectively nobody knows, but people have hazarded a guess. And what people think it is is an instrumental version of the song Stay by, what's his name again? Richard Macklin. By Richard Macklin. Um, so that's what you've just heard. You've heard, you've heard Stay by Richard Macklin, which apparently seems to be the most widely accepted version of a song yeah. at the start of the first episode, admittedly. So, it's uh, not in the credits, which is, okay, which is weird. Okay, so, so. We've, we've kind of almost given it a bit of a... a a down mark, mm-hmm. but let's give it a mark back mm-hmm. straight away because it's called Euphoria the Show and yeah. the first episode is called Pilot. Points. Tick. Points. Have some points. Um, so it has made up for that. Um, and this intro basically is the, the origin story of Zendaya. It tells you... Rue, as, as she's a character's name. Yeah. And uh, she tells us that she was she was in a womb and she she was forcibly ejected from her mother's womb crushed relentlessly yeah, yeah and brought into this world against her will almost and you can see her in the show it's almost like she's living against her will she's just like stumbling the around. whole way yeah she's just got out of rehab she's now connecting back with her friends and people she used to know the first thing she does is goes to get drugs first yeah. thing and i love i love this scene in that kind of petrol station type service garage yeah. thing where she first of all meets meets her her friend like like good to see you and yeah Fe- Fezco is his Fezco, name yeah he's obviously a right like stoner he's basically out of it she's there and, then, and the thing is like so she's meant to be a, a an absolute junkie lo- loser who's just come out of rehab it's Zendaya she looks beautiful yeah she 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 could do anything <laughs> she she could literally like put pig swill in her face she still still look beautiful which. She's an amazing. I think she's an amazing actress. She's the best, probably the best thing about Spider Man. Um, but I feel like here, she doesn't look ugly enough. And like, really, I think well, I, they've just like not. They've just given her like nude makeup. They haven't. They haven't like redded up her eyes. Yeah, but then you got to remember. So so right, so the, the the to quickly rewind a little slightly. The the, the opening sequences from in the womb all the way through childhood. And up to her teenage years, she goes into rehab, she comes out. Now, okay, she, as we find out within a few minutes, she's got managed to get herself some, um, you know, inside contacts when she was in rehab. So she wasn't completely clean anyway. But I imagine that she was probably cleaner. And so perhaps maybe they were trying to give that image of actually she has got better. Mm -hmm. But she's come back out and give it give it five minutes and she'll be back where she was. Yeah. Which is exactly what happens because she goes straight to um, Fezco to get some... Get some drugs, yeah. and then she goes into the thing. Uh, this was I love this bit. Probably, probably, <laughs> probably my favourite bit of the show, actually, so far. I mean, it was it, it was, was pretty, it was pretty good. It was a bit weird overall. I'm giving it a bit of a weird vibe. So, I'm not entirely yeah. convinced, but there was a moment at that petrol station where she goes inside, and she goes and speaks to this kid. Well, you forget she goes inside a refrigerator. She opens oh, the door sorry, of a yes. refrigerator into the petrol station, and into the refrigerator, which is then takes her into a secret room at the back. Yeah, where there's a kid, and he can't be more than about ten. Yeah, in a puffer jacket. Tattoo like diamond under under his eye. Yeah. Um, gangster chain he's, he's hanging seen out. Things. He's seen things. He's, that kid. he's seen everything. That's and what he's seen. He's yeah. seen everything. And he is basically the drug dealer. Drug dealer. And uh, he sorts he sorts her out for, with some drugs. It advises her that there's some new drugs on the scene that everyone's going into. So have some of that too. And uh, she's like, oh, my, Put my tab. Yeah, yeah. yeah, someone else will pay for that. 
Um, and this is basically her life. She is trying to kind of like take the edge off life by just getting wasted. And yeah. this show, Euphoria, as you can tell from the name, it's just about these teenagers just done with like living and basically just want to get high, have sex with each other. But there's a suggestion that the end of the world's coming. Now, I can't work out if that was just really? her being... Yeah, she's... I think the end of her world. Well, I, yeah, I couldn't work out whether she was just being melodramatic or mm. if there was a hint of maybe something to come within the show. Yeah. Have you watched on? No. You haven't watched on yet? Okay, not, likewise, not, I haven't well, watched on either. There's some kind of like sci-fi element to well, it. Well, I don't know. I, I, there's a part it of it. It is shot that way. Um, Sam Levinson is the director who did Assassination Nation. Have you seen that? No. A lot of people like Assassination Nation, but it's... How'd you say it? Assassination Nation. Okay. <laughs> um, and why... It was flashy. It looked good, but there was no substance to it. It was just pretty girls with guns shooting up things, um, which so, is fine. So like... Um, sucker, oh, sucker Punch. Sucker Punch, that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, and I love Sucker Punch, by the way. But this is no Sucker Punch. Um, and this is by the same director, some of the same cast as well, like Maud Apatow. And, um, but... It, there is. I like this a lot more than I like Assassination Nation, just because. What, so, uh, then what? Assassina- Assassination Nation. Okay. Because um, Zendaya, she has. She's very charming, and she she's like an actual star. So okay, like, so I'm going to ask you a question. Just, yeah. just going to jump in. Do you feel sorry for her? Do you feel like she's a toe rag? What, what what are you feeling for her? Or are you feeling nothing for her? No, she's she's a likable person. You want her to do well. You don't want her to be taking these drugs. Um, but she's not helping herself. She's not you know she's, actively trying to seek help at all, yeah. really, is she? She's the kind of like protagonist that's doing everything she can to make you not like her almost. Mm. Um, but then she's surrounded by some other char- interesting characters. Like um, she has a friend um, who's um, not the skinniest of girls. And uh, he doesn't. He's a bit down about herself. Then you've also got, um, and I'm sorry, I can't remember what, what all that these people's names are. Um, yeah, you do get quite a cast in this. You do get introduced to quite a lot of characters in the first episode. Yeah. And I watched it only last night, actually. Yeah, I watched and it this I, morning. And I, I'll be honest, I can't remember many of them. There's a lot of people to think of, but I'm sure the more you watch one, the more you... Actually, her name's Kat, played by Barbie Ferreira, mm. body-conscious teen exploring her sexuality. Um, I think the other big character... Um, oh, by the way, that kid's drug... The drug dealer's name's called Ashtray. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. His agent must have went to him, uh, look, George, um, we've got this part... No, it's not his real name, obviously. That's, yeah. his, that's his, like, you know, the cast name. But... Yeah, yeah. We've got um, this part for you. Um, you'll be inside a fridge and you're called Ashtray. He's um, like, I'm in. I'm in Do I get in. to wear a puffer jacket? <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, no, but we'll we'll stipulate it in the contract. Um, but yeah, uh, we've got um, one of her, one of Zendaya's friends. And I'm going to call her Zendaya because okay. it's, it's a cool name. Um, one, so is Rue, but you know. Oh, I guess so, yeah. She has a uh, a friend called, is it Jules? Yes. Well, Jules is the new girl in town. Yeah. And therefore the new girl at school as well. Yeah. Um. So I, well, this is the thing. So Rue's, Rue's mate is Lexi. Yeah. Because there's a, there's a moment in this where she has to train. Well, she's, she gets a bit stroppy. She gets fighty. Like, you know, she has a bit of a row with her mum. Yeah. And her mum's looking out for her and she makes her do a drugs test. Yeah. Now, she's just taken a load of drugs. So lot, she's I going really to like fail this. this. Yeah. And so Rue decides to go running around to her mate Lexi's house. Yeah. Well, first of all, she says... Um, oh, she, oh, she talks to the camera and she's says... She's narrating in her own head yeah, a little bit as this well. Is how, this, is, this is how you can... You can uh, fake, fake a drug test. And then she, she tells you exactly how to do it and, and which um, ways result in death. So, uh, so she tries, Most of them are death. Yeah, so or she tries the money. safest way, which is getting a, a, a non-druggy friend to... Um, be, in a, be in a cup. Yeah. And some of the drugs tests, she said, uh, come with a temperature gauge, so they know if you use an old urine. Um, but the one her mum has doesn't no but she still goes for a fresh sample of urine but she goes yeah. to her mate Lexi's and asks her to pee in a cup and then um so she comes back and so Lexi's kind of her go-to her best mate they've sort of been friends all their life yeah. and then there's another sort of satellite group I'm not sure how close they are to Rue and Lexi themselves I think maybe Lexi's more in with them than Rue might be well you don't know if they're like picking but, on her well or... yeah exactly it's a, it's a little unclear in the first episode yeah. but so, so it could go either way at this point, but there's a sort of mixture of girls and they're at this party, which pretty much every kid in town's been invited to. Yeah. Um, it's at one of the sort of cool guys' houses and and they're a bunch of pigs. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're, they're not, not nothing short of just acting like, you know, chauvinistic teenage pigs. And yeah. not that the girls are helping themselves in some cases uh, in this. Um, you said that, not me. <laughs> are you disagreeing with me? In what, in what way? Well, the fact that they two of them end up having sex <coughs> in the pool. Oh, yeah. Because she wants to get back at her ex-boyfriend, yeah, yeah, who's yeah. the guy whose house there is. Mm-hmm. Who, for some reason, has been walking around topless in his house for the last like few hours. There was with a all, lot of that. With, with all of his boy mates as well. There was a lot like, of that going on. I'm not. I don't, I don't give a monkeys what you do in your private well, we, house. We're, we're topless right now, but like that's. We're, we're but that's how, that's how we do the podcast. That's how we do it. I mean, yeah. we can't help that. <laughs> Flip flops and topless. But you know? you've got your your trousers off as well, which is a little bit too far. Oh, sorry, mate, but it is warm in here. It is warm. So yeah. Um, there's lots of you know probably misbehaving. I will say that yeah. um, throughout. There's very few innocent parties in this within the teenage yeah. sort of cast really all the parents are you know the yeah. parents but well if 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 you're one of the one of the ones who's seen assassination nation yeah it has a lot of the same things they have a lot of the nudes being sent around via social networks and stuff people getting bullied for that um, you have cheated oh. on each other and stuff that's all this is the same topics over and over again and these are the topics that um, I'll take it back. I'm sticking up for oh, yeah. Chris. Sorry. Chris, yeah, yeah, yeah. who's in this. Um, now, when you get to it, you'll know who Chris is. Yeah. Uh, Chris is the black guy in the group. Yeah. They're all sat around with their tops off. He's, he's, got a, he's got a hoodie on. Yeah. Right? He's like, I'm not taking my top off. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. He's also he, he's, talking he's, down to the guy saying like, come on guys, like, you know, stop treating him like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's, a, he's one of the more decent guys. And I like, I like him a lot. Up to a point. Yeah. yeah up yeah. to a point. But I like him more so than most other people in this show. Yeah. I've got more respect for him right now than the others. But I'm also intrigued to know why. Why is he standing up for the more chivalrous side of... I think he's, he's just not a, like a, an absolute B-word. Yeah. Um, like, like, and, and like, I know this, this is a TV show, so you're meant to go for the most sensational things, but man, the, his, his mates have like no redeeming features. They're no. all just like gross bros. Yeah. Um, and he's going on hashtag gross bros. Gross bros, yeah. That's the name of our new podcast, gross yeah. bros. Yeah, yeah, it's available uh, soon. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's a lot of, um, I mean, you do get people like that in real life, obviously, but here there's no like different like gradients. It's just, he's the good one and they're nightmares. Yeah, they're wrong. And they treat women like absolute trash. Um, and I guess there is an element of that in real life too, of course. Um, so this show is basically portraying what teenagers are going through right now, and I'm sure a lot of this is is yeah. based on reality. So, and you've also got the whole uh, storyline uh, with um, someone wanting to lose their virginity, which you get in a lot of these like teen shows as well. Yeah, sex education to throw back in. Yeah, you know? yeah, there was there's a little bit of sex education here as well. Um, yeah, and then you've basically got like, the family dynamics where where um, you have this new girl who's moved to town, Jules. Yeah, yeah, um, who's moved there with her dad. She's got an interesting story going on. I won't get into too, too many spoilers even on the first episode, but she's got a yeah. really interesting story going on before she even gets involved in the party, which yeah. is going on in the first place. So. There's there's a lot going on in this first episode. Yeah. Well, what do you mean by she has a lot going on? Well, clearly there's a lot going on in her life. She yeah. doesn't have the most normal life, does she? She's way? new to the town, yeah. so she's automatically an outcast. She seems to have parents that have split up, yeah. and she seems to have been sort of, um, what's the words? Um, uh, when parents get uh, custody. Right, right, right. So a dad seems to have custody of her, and there was a suggestion in a bit of narration from her that yeah. that wasn't necessarily what she wanted, um, and whatever. Yeah. Obviously, dad's moved, so she moves with dad. So I'm not sure everything's going entirely in her. Well, there is something at mood, and, and, and this, but she's not helping herself much either. Yeah, she's going out looking for trouble basically. And I've just I was just reading about her character, and I've got a little bit of a spoiler, but I think we're not going to say it to you, okay. but that's a spoiler. Which bit there? Which bit? Okay. For Hunter. Ah. I didn't realise that at all. Did you not? No. Really? No, did you? Yes. Oh, wow, okay. Did, okay. Yes. Did, did they make that clear? It was, well, it's, yeah, it's fairly obvious. Okay. Well, there's something... You might have missed that then. I, mu- I must have. Fine. Yeah, so... Um... Yeah, that's that's quite... Odd. Well, I I spotted it straight away. Yeah. So, so essentially, what and I miss stuff a lot. <laughs> yeah. like, as you, as we've, if you've listened to this podcast long enough, you'll know I miss things a lot. Yeah. So this show deals with things. Things aren't so binary. Let's put it that way. But we're not going to spoil too much. Nice choice. Yeah. Um, 
and essentially, yeah, it's just, just Zendaya is the, the kind of person that we, we are drawn to, but we have all these other like sub. Okay, so going is on. Rue the one we're following? Yeah, is she? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we're following Jules as well. I mean, because they become, they, it looks like they're becoming best friends. Yeah, but I also think because Jules is the new character to town. Yeah, Rue might be coming back with a new journey, but she's not really, is she? Hmm. And I know we we had the speed storytelling at the start from Rue's birth, yeah. so technically we've been with her since the start, since the very start, in yeah. a way. But I also think there's a lot more to to Jules's character, to Jules and her storyline. Yeah, that you is made obvious when at, right at the end they they meet, they talk, they go home together. Yeah, and you know and they, the last image is like them two on on the bed together. Yeah, um, I I mean yeah, she's obviously up there. What do you think? What do you think in in general though the show? So far, one episode in, you've not watched on neither of I. I really, I really liked it. It's, and it's definitely not something that I would have s- s- like seeked out. Yeah. Um, but I really liked it. I do want to see what happens next, especially now I know what I know. Okay. I that. I'm like, okay, wow. Just because you know, you can know this is building up to something. Something terrible is going to happen because it's just, it's just, it just seems like someone's thrown a bunch of fireworks yeah. into a box. <laughs> And just left it alongside a candle that's burning. Um, well, this has only just started, in fairness, well, as within reason. It's 16th of June, 2019. Yeah. Uh, first uh, shown on HBO. Mm-hmm. And so you can get it on Prime now as well. I don't know if it's still, if the first season's even concluded yet. I assume it has. It's, what, three, four months now. Oh, so no, the first season's concluded. It has yeah. concluded, okay. And it's been renewed for a second series. It has. Yeah. Okay, but obviously it's done well enough then. Yes. Um, it was all right. Yeah. It was okay. I, I don't know what I really expected from it. Mm-hmm. The start was a lot stranger than I expected to, but well, that's what not, th- not in the worst way. Yeah, I think that's what makes it a bit different because you get teen shows that are like gritty and miserable, but this gave us, it showed it, like the direction was very good, I've got to admit, where it showed, um, for example, in this bit, I was like, wow, how do they think to do this in a in a teen TV show? Where she the takes the drugs, yeah, and they do the inception thing where the hall, hallway revolves 360 and she walks up the walls and everyone else is still standing in that same kind of... Yeah, that was real clever. Yeah, and obviously it's quite obvious how they did it, but... um, It is to you, clever clogs. Don't don't spoil it, don't spoil it. I like the mystery, right? I like to think it was real. But she walks up the walls, she walks on the ceiling and it just gives you the impression that she's obviously taken some drugs and she's literally high. Um, (laughs) Literally. Literally high. And and there's other stuff as well, just like um, the funny bits where she goes... Um, I don't want to uh, uh, um, bike and and drink. And then you've got this like <laughs> montage of her smashing into like falling off a bike, f- uh, yeah, crashing s- into cars, into uh, hedges, yeah, slowly falling through a hedge. I love that. Um, yeah, there were some nice little moments and clever little yeah. funny parts like that. Ashtray is a great little addition as well. <laughs> it, 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 it lightens it in those little moments, yeah. and that's. I wanted to see more of that. It's quite dark. Yeah. It is actually quite a dark show, and then yeah. they they shed little sort of spots of light in it along the way, and yeah. It kind of makes you wonder how, where it's going to go and how it's going to unfold from here. But yeah, but some of it is I'm really grim. I'm intrigued. Whether or not I'd actually carry on watching, though, yeah. we'll find out after the end. I okay. think. We'll go through the commandments soon. Well, let's um, move on to your show, which please. is a Spanish show, Rob. What are I, you doing to us? Uh, well, listen, you wanted to culture. Go and, yeah, absolutely. A bit of culture on this show. Finally, wow. we got a bit, bit of decorum. It's okay. unbelievable. This, this is just, um, so anyway, I want to go for a Spanish show. Right. Uh, it's on Netflix. It's just uh, not long had season two land on Netflix as well. So mm-hmm. um, I've actually just finished it. Um, but it uh, does come with subtitles or English dubbing. Thank you, Netflix. Excellent work, team. Uh, it is the show Elite. Come on, people. Come on. Give us a song. <sighs> I, I, this refers me back to what? Six, seven weeks ago when I was saying about how I think... Either directors are getting, you know, ideas above their stations that they don't need theme tunes or any sort of sonic signature yeah. or composers are just getting crap. I don't want to blame the composers because mm-hmm. I still think they're out there. I still think they're making great music. Yeah. I think I'm going to blame the directors and producers on this. Guys, I, I understand there's a sometimes a choice not to have it and they have sort of a soundtrack of music yeah. playing throughout. But give me something that when I hear it from a distance, I want to run in the room. Do you think it's because this this TV show was was specially designed to be on streaming platforms, therefore theme songs aren't necessarily 
the best for stream because you just want to go one after another. So this is like designed for, I mean, bin, I'm, I'm, for binging. I mean, you are a big fan of this particular feature that I'm not a fan of, but binging. skip intro. I am a fan of skip intro. No, I hate skip intro. Like that's the, you have you've had to sit through intros for the last hundred years of television, yeah. give or take, right? And all of a sudden, you've given me that button that says skip it. And I'm like, but that's part of it. That's like taking the intro screen title sequence to The Simpsons away. How iconic is that title sequence? See, The Simpsons is different because it change, It mostly changes every time. Well, but no, but the, for, but the core of it, the skeleton of that yeah. intro is the same every single time. If you're binging a TV show, though, maybe you just watch the first one and then just binge the rest. What, you're saving yourself 40 seconds? Yeah. If it's that good a show, use that time to go for a wee. I don't skip Stranger Things intros because that really adds to it. Um, so you do have a bar of quality then? Yeah. But when it's a show that I'm not necessarily... If I'm going into it brand new, I will I will mostly watch the intro. If I'm like seven episodes in, I'll probably skip the intro from that point. I don't need to see that intro again, especially if I, if I know it doesn't change. There's no point. Do you watch the recaps as well? Or do you try and skip through to them as well? If I'm binging, there's no need for a recap. It's only if I've gone away for a week and come back, then maybe mm. I'll watch the recap. I am appreciative Give, give of it time. There'll be a skip recap button eventually. Well, I have a, um, a Chrome add-on, which... Of course you have. ...automatically skips... There's me saying, like, the one day that'll happen, <laughs> he's already got it. Yeah, it skips, like, intros, um, any, like, recaps and things. Just go straight to the episode. It also takes all of the autoplays out of, the, out of Netflix's homepage. When you go to it, you know, when it autoplays, yeah, yeah. it takes that away. It doesn't do that. Takes away that big window at the top, which forces you to watch Top Gear or whatever. Um, yeah, so which which I, I hate them automatically starting when I'm hovering over them. Stop it! Like, especially if you're doing something and you have 15 million windows popping popping up with different theme songs. Um, yeah, so I have that inbuilt. Well, not that you get many theme songs anyway, because yeah. I was writing any anymore, or yeah. no one's at least uh, you know um, kind of putting them on on the shows. It's yeah, it's really disappointing because this show. Has a lot of drama to it, and there's a there's a cracking storyline that runs throughout it that I I'm kind of hard pushed to find any other show that exists. Interesting that has the same thing going on. It, it gets really complicated. But to give you an overview of what the episode is like, it starts quite dark in the sense that um, there is a scene where um, young lad Sam Samuel uh, is standing in. What looks like a bathroom, it's a swimming pool, you kind of find out as it sort of pans around. Um, he's got blood dripping from his hand, um, there's forensic teams and sort of detectives around. Mm-hmm. So you know something's gone wrong. Yeah. Um, and there's little sort of flashes of sort of interrogation rooms as well. But there's also then little flashes of, you know, um, everything being hunky-dory mm-hmm. and everyone sort of skipping through the hallways of this, you know very preppy school and everyone having a lovely time yeah wonderful wednesday afternoon it seems that way doesn't it yeah, yeah. but clearly it's not that case because uh, there's also the, the the blood and the death and the yeah what's horror. up with blood all right well <laughs> this is it so it does a weird sort of combination of kind of flashing you forwards and backwards and it's very um, funny because i yesterday i watched a film where it's the exact same format where it starts off with smoke and blood and you're just like, what's going on? And then it does the... Goes back. Yeah, then it goes back. Yeah, which is essentially what this does as well. So um, it's a preppy school, and I mean, you know, big money. It's an elite school, it, as in an the elite, name. Yeah. yeah, it's an elite school, and these kids are super rich, like yeah. ridiculously rich. Um, you discover just how stupidly rich they are when you get further through the show in the other episodes, but episode one only, um, mm-hmm. which at that point, probably worth mentioning, is called Welcome, or Bienvenidos, I think, is how you Ooh, say it. get you. Um, translated to Welcome, um, which is a good title for a first episode. It's not the pilot, though. No, you're right, it's yeah. not pilot, but it's a good title. It's just a good title, yeah. It, of all of them, it's because it's a first day back. Yeah, yeah. It's first day back in term, um, and there are some new kids. Mm-hmm. And it is the journey you're going to go on is following these new kids, integrating into this new school with all the already established friendships and relationships as well. 
with all the students that currently exist. Mm-hmm. And you also fairly quickly discover the difference, uh, the different dynamics, but the difference in, um, I, I guess, the, the financial backgrounds is probably the only way I really explain it. Some some of the new kids have got there on scholarships by being good at school yeah. and having you know achieved some success rather than being just filthily rich yeah. and paying their way through. And some people have got there because they were in an accident, an, an, an unexplained accident. That's why they got in, right? Um, isn't Hang on, that... who are you talking about now? So I'm talking about, um, I've got it right here. So th- what's his name again? The main guy? Samuel. Yeah, Samuel. He, the only reason that he got there, it wasn't on a scholarship, was it? It was because he was in an accident. Well, yes. So there was an there was an incident yeah. at a previous school of his, yeah. um, and I can't uh, where something fell on his head or something. Yeah, and I think there was a I think there was a payout, and they moved schools, and there was a bit something of a like court that, yeah. case. It's not hugely explained, but I don't and I don't think it massively matters. Yeah, yeah. but he comes with a little bit of like the kids all know. Yeah, that he's he's not there because of. Because he's yeah he, he, yeah, rich, yeah yeah exactly he's not one of the elites yeah and I like it so he's in class and it's explained to him he's introducing himself and they call him the waiter because he his job is is the waiter yeah he works in the, yeah. one of the restaurants and he said well, look guys I'm not here to compete with you guys um, I don't want to be the leader of men you guys will lead lead the world be leaders of the world and I'm happy with like who I am and I was like wow that's cool that's yeah cool. I mean there was there's there's some uh, moments of like they immediately make you feel. Like the kids who were there because they got a load of money mm-hmm. are just complete, you know. I mean, they're kind of cartoon stereotype bad oh, guys. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, mean, I mean, they are exactly the sort of like preppy, you know, rich kids that you, yeah. you we've come to know and, and hate, I guess. Yeah. Quite are, 80s, in fact, like 80s school bullies. Yeah. Just like you get like this, you get the, the, the kind of popular girl and you get the kind of jock guy and they're going out together and they're just bullying the new kids, people that are different from them. Um, but in this scenario, it's, it's, it's not just difference in in money and and, and finance. Diff- Social status was yeah. the phrase I was looking for earlier. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, well, the, the main difference is religion. So absolutely. Yeah. So you have a bunch of this is set in in Spain. You have which is a very very Catholic country. You have um, a few new kids who are Muslims entering the scene. Now, even though they've got all the money in the world, the, the kids who were there already, they feel threatened by something different and new that's coming into their school. Yeah. Um, and she's got abilities. Like, she's got serious smarts. Yeah. And that's she what they're scared of, aren't they? seriously yeah. clever. Like, brighter than they could ever imagine being. Because the, cause the popular girl who goes out with the, the, the main jock guy... The, yeah. She's, Go- she's Goosemont, Goosemont is the main guy. Yeah, Goosemont, yeah, yeah. And Lou is her is name. Girl. yeah. And she and uh, they have a conversation, just like um, with with the Muslim girl, and she says, "Well, I'm the most popular girl. I'm the richest person, and I'm also top of the class." And the the new Muslim girl says, "Was top of the class? Yeah, it was. <laughs> wow, wow. Yeah, so put the claws away. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's 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 amazing. There's some great dynamics going on. There's some interesting yeah. topics being handled as well, um, especially in this present day. Yeah. Um, She's called Nadia Shana. Yeah, well, Nadia the is the character's name. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of characters. I'm just going to quickly blitz through the list of them. Um, so you've got Marina. Um, no spoilers here. She is the girl that's dead at the start of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, she is the sister of Guzmán. Yep. Um, his best friend is called Polo and another guy called Ander. Mm-hmm. Um, Nano is Samuel's brother. So yep. Nano and Samuel are uh, brothers. Um, Christian, I can't remember how Christian comes in. He's one of the new kids as well, but he's 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 just proper like confident. Yeah, seriously, yeah, yeah. no not no brains, mm-hmm. all confidence. Yeah, confidence and, and clearly money. I can only assume. And he gets involved in a weird kind of like threesome type oh, situation. I'm just straight, like, what yeah. is going on And that's on here? with uh, Polo and Carla. Carla yeah. Um, oh, can I just say that um, 
those kids were they got scholarships based um the construction company that's the um, one the school yes this is where it comes from yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. who was at fault for the collapse of their previous school paid for their scholarship to go to this new fancy elite school yeah uh nadia's brother omar plays a part in this as well um and there are a few others who sort of satellite in the first episode but there's there's quite a lot of main characters introduced to you quite quickly a bit like um, uh, Euphoria. Euphoria. Yeah. yeah, very much so. And again, I, I can't remember any of their names until I looked at it right now. Yeah, I would, I would, I would say it's only because I've watched all two seasons <coughs> that I know the you characters know them, yeah. sort of in, 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 you know, back of my hand. But um, there's a strange, strange sort of set of circumstances, which I'm, I, I'm almost certain you don't get in the first episode mm-hmm. um, that explains why it starts the way it starts. But it sort of does that weird back and forth quite a lot in that first yeah. episode. There's lots of hints in the first episode with very little so, explanation, shall so we say. Because I haven't seen on... So yeah. this is the impression it's trying to give me is there's been an explosion in the school. Someone right, okay, got, why do you think that? Because there's smoke everywhere and there's blood. That's what, that's what I initially thought. Okay. And actually at the start... <coughs> There's a comment, someone comments to Nadia when she first comes in, you're not going to blow me up, are you? Um, oh, I missed that. Yeah. And then, so that's what I thought it might be. But then, a bit later on, near the end of the episode, um, it's intercut with like police interviews with Nadia um, and uh, her brother. Is that her brother? Yeah. yeah, Omar. And um, they ask Nadia, why did you kill, did you kill this, did you murder this person with a statue? Because you really wanted the statue, didn't you? Um, so okay, so there's someone's been killed with a statue and it's murder, um, but it's too obvious. It's too obvious to have been Nadia, but maybe they're double bluffing. Maybe it is her. I don't know. Okay, um, but obviously bringing the a Muslim person into a, an effectively Catholic school is already going to put into the viewer's mind. Okay, so there's going to be she's going to be bullied for. Uh, f- they're going to bully her and say that she's a terrorist. They're going to bully her and say she's a murderer and yeah. stuff like that so this episode is about the murder of someone where she, it looks like Nadia's getting the blame I don't know where this goes from from here I'm guessing she didn't kill anyone I'm guessing she might have been set up uh, by Guzman um, so I don't I, I don't know but it's it's hard to tell but also the thing I must say is it's very much like a cartoon the there's again, there's no sh- there's no shade different gradients with the these people. They're either bad or good. There's no in between. No, the Muslims are just really really good. The uh, and everyone else is really really bad, <laughs> except for like one girl who's like kind of on their side. It's like okay, no, but some people would be in between maybe. But it's just it, it's not realistic. I would say I know what they're trying oh, to do. It's it's so unrealistic, it's <laughs> yeah. unbelievable. That's what we we, come, we want from, like, this is essentially home in a way, but in, in Spain. Um, I, I wonder, um, I really enjoy it. I say, mm-hmm. watched on, already watched yeah. season two, I liked completed it. it. I liked it. Um, I wonder how much, or how different it would be, sorry, if I was able to understand it in Spanish and hear it performed by the actors on screen so yeah. obviously obviously it's dubbed or you can watch it in subtitles if you wish um and yeah i mean i'd be intrigued to go back i should maybe should have done this maybe i should have gone back and watched the first episode again in spanish but with the english subtitles hmm. and heard how they deliver the lines and things like that because i it does make a difference i genuinely yeah. think it's like with you know, anime yeah i genuinely think that they cast really well the Voice artists yeah, who've dubbed. Um, I thought so. You, I, I certainly feel something about all of the people in it, um, the, especially people like Lou, Goosemore, um, Samuel as well. Gets uh, sort of I get you know get the sort of impression of Samuel quite early on, you know, and feel something in a certain way for him. Um, Carla a little bit, Polo a little bit, um, but they are essentially building the whole thing around Lou and Goosemore, who are a couple. Nadia, who's just come in, Samuel, who's just come in, and then there's this weird Joker character in Christian, who you're sort of looking at, going, "Is he? Is he just a sort of just distraction for a minute yeah. to make me miss a detail that's going to come to light in future episodes, or is he actually part of this that means something?" That cartoony side of things definitely comes through, and I totally appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, I did definitely 
I, I, I liked it. Um, mm. I, it was it was a wild ride. I tell you that. <laughs> but no, I, I did. I did. did I like guarantee it. you can't guess where it's going. Um, Not asking you to do it right now, but yeah. I, I guarantee you couldn't guess where it's going. Probably, probably not, because there's, there's, it, it seems quite chaotic at the moment. It is, um, and and it goes off, and it goes so far, so far away from the original epi- that first episode. Interesting. It's okay. it's great. It takes you on a weird, wonderful journey, and it does mm-hmm. so in quite a short space of time. It's only eight episodes per season. Yeah, yeah. As well, uh, the first series was launched or uh, uh, uploaded to Netflix on the fifth of October, twenty eighteen. So almost exactly a year ago. Okay. Um, and then season two landed like four, four or five weeks ago or so now. Um, and I believe from IMDb, at least, uh, that looks like it's a season three uh, on the way. Hmm. Uh, but we will see. Season three, it just has 2020. So okay. at some point later next year, we'll get another eight episodes, which until about three minutes from the end of the last episode, yep. it was never possible. Really? So they do a really good job of you of wrapping, 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 and then the dog runs in and wraps all the takes all the wrapping <laughs> paper off, and it's like, oh, okay, we're unearthing the whole thing again. Good. Well, I know which one I prefer. Okay, so let's do the commandments. Okie dokie. Commandment number one: Do you want to watch episode two, Jed Shepherd of Euphoria? Yes, I do. Um, I feel like I need to know what happens next, especially with what I now know about one of the characters. I want to see how that plays out. Not entirely sure. No? No. Okay. Not massively convinced. Okay. I, I think if it was on straight away, like if, I was, if I'd sat down and watched it and it was yeah. the first two back to back, fine, yes. Mm-hmm. I would have watched it. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure. Okay. Elite... It's not a definite no. Yeah. But at Elite, I watched it back to back. Based on the first episode, though, yeah. Say so you wasn't watching it with your girlfriend. Well, you but, you but, watched but, it by yourself. But I did. But we we sat and watched it yeah. to try something new. Yeah. And immediately watched episode two. Interesting. Now we we tend to watch at least three or four things at a time. Really? Okay. So we have several shows on the go at any one time. Yeah. But I would say we have at least two or three. Yeah. That are ongoing. Usually, ones are kind of like weekly one, like an appointment one. So pug Peaky. So yeah, pug. Obviously, pug. pug wall, Peaky blinders. Um, Peaky blinders. Yeah. Pugwall, yeah. um, 18. Uh, <laughs> and then we tend to have one like an on-demand one, like Elite. Yeah, yeah. So you can kind of watch as much or a little as you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but we watched the first two, at least, if not first three. So yes, for me, it is a yes. I like that we're doing foreign language ones. I do. I think we should do more of that because we're missing out on a whole bunch of amazing shows. Yeah. So that's a good idea. Um, okay. Does it have a memorable theme tune? No. Well, well, just with the... Oh, go on. I, w- I would... I would watch on with Elite as well. Um, you would, I would okay. Yeah. Yes, I, th- I don't think I wouldn't. I just because no, with Elite, I mean, no, no, but Euphoria. Oh, I could, Euphoria. I'm not try, you know, I don't want to sort of sound like I don't didn't like it because I, yeah. I did. It was all right, and I think mm-hmm. they could. I think it will get better. That's how. Yeah. Like I, no, it, when <laughs> problem is when week three, week four of the podcast, we were so sort of new to the idea of watching the first episode and, and working out whether or what we want to watch on. Yeah. But having done like the best part of 230 shows now, yeah. like you can always tell when a pilot episode is good, yeah. but you know there's better to come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I'm getting a... The genesis bit, of your ideas. Yeah. Like you, you can tell that they've put a lot of... They've planted a lot of seeds in the pilot episode mm-hmm. and they don't all necessarily you know mean anything right now but you you can see that they're going to yeah so yes i would but mm-hmm. not in a hurry okay memorable theme tunes no. neither have them minus move points. on yeah. um does it introduce you to a new character euphoria yeah they both do uh, a lot of new characters and a lot of them with journeys that i want to see through mm. really yeah i'm 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 just as intrigued about jewels as i am about rue yeah in euphoria and ashtray of course oh ashtray spin-off I'm just thinking, Ashtray is my guy. He's your he's, guy. Ashtray's such a good character. I mean, Ashtray, he's only in it for like two minutes, <laughs> yeah. but he's my guy. He's I, great. I, I love a bit of Ashtray. <laughs> uh, would you pause for a pee? Yeah, and I did for Euphoria. Um, I would with Elite because... I think you have to for both. You have to, yeah, yeah. I don't think I did, but I think you'd have to for both. Yeah, so I would for both. Mm, okay, yeah. Um... Do you feel emotionally connected, love or hate, for one or more of the characters? So with Elite, 
I hated those rich kids. Absolutely like, hate them. But it's designed to make you hate them. They I are still hate evil. Lou after 16 episodes. Wow. Okay. I hated her 16 times over. <laughs> no, no, we're only doing the pilot, so I shouldn't really judge, but I, I, I hate She's it. a horrible, horrible person. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, the, the, the main three uh, Muslim kids, I guess. Yeah. Well, 17, 18 year olds, I guess they are. Um, yeah, you, you warm to you, them a you, lot. You do. You, yeah. you, you feel very sorry for the new kids coming in because they, they seem very much out of, out of place. Yeah. And they're made to feel that way as well by the horrible preppy kids who are already there. Yeah. Um, plus it's also a little bit of nastiness from the detective you know, and she, mm. no, she's a detective and she's turned up to a murder yeah but she seems like a right cow yeah we'll, 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 we'll see how that develops but and then I guess that she's responding to the way that yeah. they are But and with Euphoria yep Zendaya as Rue um, definitely like, liked her and well, I, Jules... did, I did I did but I kind of felt like Rue was bringing it on herself yeah so I had like it was, a la- it, was, yeah, it was almost like a lack of sympathy yeah and I had more, I had more sympathy for Jules than I did for Rue. I think Rue yeah. kind of brings a lot of it on herself. Yeah, Jules, and also, and I hated the guys. Oh man, they're just bad. I mean, yeah, similar to Elite. Like, if there's an opposite drink to Mango Loco, yeah, that's like what they are. a horrible drink. Yeah, they are that. They're exactly that. The opposite. Um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're both designed for, like with stereotypes in one. The kind of the John Hughes stereotypes where the rich are bad and the poor are cool. Um, (laughs) But yeah, no, uh, I think both had characters that I I warmed to and absolutely hated. Mm. So would you recommend them? Yeah, I would recommend both TV shows. Um, I I mean, I think it's easy to recommend Euphoria because it's an easy one. Zendaya's in it. A lot of people will watch it. A lot of people like it. Caveat, I would recommend Euphoria, but I would say watch one and two back to back. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Because I think you possibly need number two to get you drawn in a little bit further. More invested. I, I feel. Enough. I feel like if I had done that, yeah, I'd probably feel a bit different to one. Yeah. Does it make sense? It's yeah, yeah. probably not the right way to do it, but still. So, I think it's a really hard sell to recommend a leak to someone. Oh, hell, on paper, um, it's horrible. Yeah, but so once they've watched it, they'll be like, so, yeah. so just don't tell people it's a foreign show. Yeah. Let them suss it out after yeah. the first couple of minutes. You almost have to put on the English... Because it, it defaulted the subtitles for me, like I said. So you've got to put on... Well, so you were unfortunate. Um, See, I didn't get that. Yeah. And so therefore, genuinely, for the first couple of moments, because you don't really... You're trying to take everything in. Yeah. And the voice is so good. You don't massively yeah. notice the, the, the synchronicity issues. Yeah, the voice casting is spot on. Yeah, it's really that. good. So yeah. I recommend them both, yes. Mm-hmm. But I would say, for me, Euphoria, uh, give it a go and watch maybe one and two back-to-back mm-hmm. if you can. Okay. Uh, is there a mic drop? Um, oh, euphoria not for euphoria, really? Well, there's a mic drop just just now when I fi- when I just dis- well, yeah, discovered and, that. And, and I think if you go back and watch it now, yeah, you'll see what bit? I was like, uh, the last bit the, when they both go back to her house. Oh, do you know? Oh, yeah. Honestly, in fairness, I know I, I noticed it a lot earlier. I didn't. Okay, I noticed it earlier in the episode. That's why they I lingered on that, and I didn't consciously twig it, but I sort of no, I, I noticed it, and I was like, okay, is maybe fine. And then at the end, it's like, okay, it all makes sense now, and especially with it explains a lot, doesn't the it? Hookup, the conversation. Yeah, you go. Um, there you go. Wow. So there's a mic drop. Yeah, I think there is. Quite a big one in Euphoria. Yeah, and also the, the who who that person is as well. Um, yep. Yeah. Wow, yep. So there's probably actually a couple of mic drops. Yeah, there's yeah, a couple yeah, in Double Euphoria. mic drop, yeah. Um, in Elites, though, I'm not sure there is... It's not a mic drop, so to speak. They say Besides, they, there's a lot yeah. later on. They do tease like the next episode quite well, like, mm. oh, wow, something big's happened. And... Okay. But do they defy expectations? Euphoria defied my expectations uh, just because it's just better than I thought it would be, more interesting to me. And so, an Elite as well, i almost expecting the worst because it's like, I've never heard of this show mm. and I've heard of most shows. Like, I've, and it's on season two and it's on Netflix. I've never heard of this show. No one's really talking about it besides you. And yeah. now I've discovered a decent TV show that I probably would watch. Yeah, so I, I'm saying... It met expectations for me in Euphoria, I think. Mm-hmm. Elite exceeded. Yeah, okay. Like, once you realise what you watch it, you're like, what the... Yeah. This is really good, actually. Oh, but now, after our conversation, I can't wait to watch Euphoria episode two. I'm just like, 
Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, have they aged well? Well, they're both, you know, brand new. Uh, brand they? new yeah. So uh, they're both. Time will tell. Yeah. I think. I think they both will age well because I think all the topics are generally what happens yeah. to teenagers in, in real life as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and is the hype real? For Euphoria, yeah, I do think it's very, very hype. A lot of people are talking about Euphoria, and I can see, I can see why now. It's sort of show they put on the, on the highlight banner as well online. Yeah. So, um, yeah, is it on Amazon it's... Prime? Yes. Oh, I could have just watched it properly instead of. Um... Well, yeah, but you got to pay for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I pay for it, but yeah. Um, is elite hype real? I don't there's think zero. Re- I don't minus hype. For yeah. It, so. so actually, it's it's sort of yeah. It's, a, a, it's a, above any it's, hype. It's yeah. underhyped. Yeah. Um, so there you go. All right, let's do some scores then. So Euphoria was the first show. It was okay. your choice, so you get to score first out of ten. Well, I with one eleven, of course, we do still have our eleven. It's not getting eleven, unfortunately. Okay. Um, I was going to give it a seven, but now thinking about it, talking with you, I'm going to give it seven point five. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more to it than I initially thought. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I can't believe I missed that, and it's right there in my face. Yeah. So to speak. <laughs> well, now, now. Seven point five. I'm actually. Yeah. I'll match you straight away. Cool. Yeah, 7.5. Yeah, I mean, I liked it. I liked it. I wasn't immediately eager to go and watch on. Yeah. Um, But I think I probably will eventually. Did you watch it with your lady? Yes. Yeah, we both watched it last night. No, she wasn't a fan. Really? Okay. Yeah. Um, Because it's it's, it's kind of. um, And we're always really honest about it. Obviously, we we, we try and watch. We we watch a fair fair of these, a lot of these shows together because quite often when we get to the end of a show of some sort, it's like, oh, see if we can find something new. So we we tried Euphoria. um, And then what do we. Oh, I'll tell you what we did watch. We watched the um, new BBC One. Uh, Ah, forgotten what it's called already. The culprit? No, the. uh, It's a brand new one on BBC One. Okay. Cop show. Um, Really good. Dark. Okay. Dark. Um, I was imagining you watching Euphoria and Elite in the gym. I was like, oh, you need to hide the Oh, screen. I've watched Elite in the gym. <laughs> I've watched episodes of Elite in the gym. Right, okay. Yeah. It's, well, Elite, which is, there's certain scenes that are probably not appropriate for watching in public. Yeah. In, in both shows. <laughs> in, in both shows, for sure. Um, so 7.5, 7.5, that's 15 out of 20. That's a really good score. Yeah. It's not top 50. No. But it's a good score nonetheless. Yeah. Uh, so Elite. How you're rating Elite? Um, personally, I liked it a little bit less. Um, okay. I thought it was a good show, though, so I'm, I'm going to give it a seven. Um, okay. And I'm probably, Understand. I probably will watch on. Um, it was it, it was a, it was good. It was good. Unexpectedly good. Uh, I'm going to give it an eight point five. Wow. It, 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 it really. Imp- wow. Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. Eight point five for that episode. I know you've watched on. Are you giving this as a score overall, or are you giving a score for oh, this? Oh uh, yeah, I guess maybe I'm being swayed a bit. I go, yeah. Can I go at eight? I go an yeah, eight. Yeah, that's fair enough. I go an eight. Okay, but uh, I mean because of it, I, I think there's the elements of like not expecting it to be anything I would like. Yeah, yeah. it being so very different. Mm-hmm. Um, it having a lot of really immediately making me feel something about all these people. There's a lot of characters in there, and I feel oh. a lot about a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. So okay. I'm going eight, so that's cool. Fifteen. <laughs> Fifteen. So fifth it's a draw. Yeah. Another draw, which is not bad at all. But Euphoria and the Elite, both recommendations yeah. from us. Both um, thumbs up from both of us. For sure. Go and watch them if you get a chance. So well, what, what we, we need we to do, do next now? week. Yeah. Well, we've done quite a lot of new shows of late. Okay. Uh, certainly of the last sort of five to ten years. So I want to try and see if we can just delve into the archive a little and dig out something classic that may or may not be brilliant. Now, okay. until we watch it, we're never going to know. So you go first, then. Well, the reason this one comes to mind, yeah. little little backstory. Uh, my brother-in-law is obsessed with her. Um, even has a tattoo of her. Really? Yes. Who is this? Oh, so we've done the girl. Not, girls, not my we? sister. Obviously, he doesn't yeah. have a tattoo of my sister. That'd be well, it wouldn't be weird, I guess. But you know, they are married. Um, I am absolutely like, I can't even think what he's got a tattoo of now. Wonder Woman. Your brother-in-law has a tattoo of Wonder Woman? Yes. The logo or her? No, her. Really? Yeah. The Linda Carter Wonder Woman? Yes. Or the one, really? Yes, the original. Wow. So was he really into the TV show? Uh, yeah, he loves it. Oh, okay. And loves the new like, iteration the of it one, as well. Yeah. So uh, Wonder Woman, which I wow. think is 75, probably about around yeah, the yeah, mid-70s. Yeah, yeah. So can we do the TV show Wonder Woman? Okay. Well, then I'm going to match it. I'm going to try and... Um... You're going to get another superhero? 
There's a few superhero TV shows that were around at the same time. Now, remember, the 60s had all the animations. So, like the original Iron Man, the original Batman, the original Spider-Man, and so on and so forth. So, do you go back that far? Do you go for the live-action, like... Well, there's, there's one live action thing that jumps to mind, and that's the Incredible Hulk TV show, oh, done. which I absolutely loved, um, and I still love right now. Uh, actually, I guess this is a great point to, to, to watch it again to see if it really is good. Yeah, because it might be absolutely awful. Yeah, it might be. So yeah, the, and I think that was late seventies, probably. Early 80s. It's probably about, about the same sort of time, yeah. isn't it? So, okay, Wonder um, Woman against the Incredible Hulk. Of the 70s. This is going to be a good show. Yeah, it will yeah. be a good one. Um, and yeah, we'll have, listen, we're happy to take uh, feedback on episodes that we've re- reviewed in the past. So uh, no matter how you know far behind you are of the, of the podcast itself, mm-hmm. if you're listening to this and you think, you guys talk utter nonsense. Yeah. Euphoria was absolute dog food. Yeah. Um, you know, then let us know. You know, genuinely, we'll have a little conversation about it for sure. Let and us know on Twitter. in return, let us know what you're watching that you love. And we'll stick it on the list. Yeah. So you can find us on Twitter. Jed? You can find me on Twitter at Jed Shepherd. J-E-D-S-H-E-P-H-E-R-D. And I'm at The Jellyman, which is T-H-E-E Jellyman. So tweet us. Uh, let us know what you're watching. Hashtag put it on the list. And uh, we'll see you next week for Wonder Woman versus The Incredible Hulk. Which we see... Say... See you later, alligator. Ah, oh, here it goes. <laughs>